hash mark angle to the left for Adam Vinatieri. 48-yard field goal attempt. Set to go. Snap ball down. Kick up. Kick is on the way. And it is good! It's good! It's good! Out in the ninth inning, here on the banks of the Mississippi River, the Red Sox need one more out. Swing a ground ball. Episode 3 of the Loudest Sports Show brought to you by the Dorkening Network and sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. We are the three bromigos, the Ray Hall Trio, the Sports Triumvirate, and along with Slash is the Ice Queen and Emma Extreme, we are the greatest sports talk team you have ever seen. Joining me today, uh, we have, uh, a little later on, we will we'll be joined by Emma Extreme, but right now we have Dan, don't call him Danny, Spencer. What up, baby? Week three, we here now. Not only is it week three, we've got one, two, three of us. We've also got much better decor in the house as of right now in the podcast space. Feeling good. Celts game one. Let's go, baby! And uh, we have Dave the Kardashian birthday dragon. (laughs) Just spitting fire as usual. Just like that. So uh, we have, uh, for those of you who can't see this, which is uh, everybody who's listening because uh, this is audio, uh, in the background, just above Dan, Dan wearing a Celtics hat today because uh, it is, as he said, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, behind Dan is a Red Sox uh, jersey featuring the the name of Mike Lowell. Mike Lowell. Next to that is a replica, uh, a very very replica of the uh, WWF championship belt. Next to that, a Dirk Nowitzki Mavericks jersey. And uh, next to that, some weird Patriots guy who's not even on the team anymore. So I don't even know why you have the poster up. As soon as he leaves the team, it becomes a throwback. So that's instantly a throwback that's worth at least $250,000. Once he leaves the team, goes to another one, six championships, you multiply that by 5 plus 20 plus 2, it boils down after taxes and depreciation to $250,000. Tom Brady, baby! I don't understand how something depreciates from $32 to $250,000, but I guess... Uh, we'll Listen, go- this is this, uh, this is not for you to that. understand. I understand it might be a little over your head, Taxi, but you know what I mean? It kind of is what it is when it comes to this type of math, when it comes to legends... Giants of the industry. That's just how it goes. My Patriots fan math is what I is what I'm hearing from that. <laughs> so we have uh, we have a, an opening well face off tonight. Uh, our opening face off question is: uh, You have access to a time machine in this scenario, but what one sporting event would you want to witness in person? And uh, Dan, we'll start with you. 
What would I want to watch in person? What well, any sporting event? I mean, any sporting event? Yep. It's pretty easy. I mean, I'm going to go well off the beaten path, and regardless of all the memorabilia that might be hanging up, except for that one, WrestleMania 3. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, when wrestling was still wrestling within the the zeitgeist of you know people's people's consciousness and they didn't know whether it was real or whether it was fake when hulk hogan slammed andre that was monumental that changed the business that changed sports that changed sports entertainment for the time and it, it was pivotal as, as far as what people paid to watch sporting events at that time it was I will huge say, uh... For for those of you who are wondering what's going on in the background, that is uh, the sports mom in the background, uh, because sports is, mom and M Extreme kicking yep. butt right behind the scenes. Because it is, uh, it is, um, it is a Kardashian uh, Dragon Dave birthday time today. Hey, hashtag sorry, we ain't sorry. This is how we roll. Family first. So, uh, Dave, same question to you, uh, birthday boy. What's uh, what's the one sporting event you would want to see? I think I might know, but uh, see, I, if I was going to guess, what, I'm what, gonna do you, guess a... what do you what do you go with? What are you going to go with? Well, if it's if it's something that you would want to see, I'm I'm choosing between the Mavericks defeating the Heat or the Bears defeating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You had me at Mavericks at Heat. Uh, yeah, Game Six, 2011 NBA Finals. Uh, I mean, if I could have gone to that game, I would have absolutely just—I—I I would have just bawled my eyes out the whole time, probably. Uh, Jason Terry dropped 27 points. Dirk actually only put in 11 in this game. If you can believe that, of how easy a win it was. Would for never the, believe for the Mavericks. It. That's great. Uh, Game two, actually, it was the second biggest comeback ever in finals history to date. So Dirk actually won MVP after game six, and he was only the second player ever European-born to win the MVP behind Tony Parker. So, uh, yeah, game six, 2011 finals. One of the greatest collapses ever by LeBron in his entire career, if not his biggest, but, uh, you know, more of a, a glory moment for the Mavs and all all the players on that team who deserved it. Carlisle, Chandler, Kidd, Terry, Paige Stoyakovich, Deshaun Stevenson. There was so many players, I can't even name them all. That's J.J. Barea. I mean, Dirk really deserved it. One of the only championships ever won by, I mean, some would say a lone, a lone star, even though Terry did play well, but he wasn't really considered, you know, a star in the no. league. So, uh, yeah. That was Terry's shining achievement. That was one of my favorite things about that whole series was Jason Terry. Killing it! He got a tattoo before the series that they were going to win the championship. Yeah, he got the the, the Larry O'Brien trophy. Crazy. Came to fruition, so that was great. The thing that I think is the craziest about that series is that was like the first one after the decision, and not one, not two, not three. It's like, ugh. And they lost the first one. That was the first one to throw them off and add another, baby. (laughs) If you you really want to go there, though, there's only been one really – big three ever in the history of the NBA to win a championship in their first year, and that was the 08 Everyone else 
has fallen very short. Let's talk about Barkley on the Rockets. You could talk about anybody, really, but any big two, three, four that's teamed up has never won a championship in their first year. So let's not be too hard on LeBron right Except there with the LeBron criticism well, here. I don't recall any of those other teams holding a, an hour-long press conference with fireworks and you know explosions and coming up on a, a, a goddamn ramp. Uh, or a, a moving platform and talking about how they were going to win eight championships. So, you know, I don't, I don't recall that happening. Well, nobody's, either. nobody's ever been as polarizing as LeBron. No one's been as polarizing as LeBron ever in the history of the NBA, as well as he donated all the profits of that um, so-called dome event to charity. It was over $3 million, I, I believe. So it was I think it was, I think it was to a good cause. So I, I, I'm not going to say that, anything that bad about it. It doesn't change the fact that it was a dumb event. And that, you know, Wade won without him. So I'm just saying. Uh, but that's our, our opening. No, our let's opening not get question. into that. That's a topic for another day. That is. That's for a slow news day when there's not a lot of uh, when there's not a lot of sports going on. But for me, the uh, the one that I would want to see, the one game because to me this was the championship in my opinion. Uh, game seven, two thousand four. Uh, uh, American League Championship Series, Red Sox over the Yankees, coming back from down 3-0. Nobody had ever done it. At that point, I knew that if they won that game, they were winning the World Series. So for me, that was the championship. You said 0-7? No, 0-4. You said 0-4. Okay. You, said, you said game seven. I think you okay, mean I game I four. It. No, yeah, I mean... Yeah. No, it was game, game seven, seven when they when against they the Yankees. They win that game, they're going to win the series, and that was game four. No, game seven. What? I knew that if they won game seven against the Yankees after oh, being down, I knew that they were going to they win the World Series. I'm sorry. I'm yes, sorry. I yes. misunderstood you. Yeah, they 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 weren't going to be stopped. Coming down, coming back down. O three, winning. Four, they won. I get you. Straight. Yeah, I that that to me that was the championship right there. So uh, that's the one I would want to go to. Foregone conclusion. Great pick. Yep. Foregone conclusion. Yes, Great pick. Right. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna tell you guys right now that uh, we are gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we are gonna get into uh, our our NHL. Take a quick commercial break. Yeah, our NHL, our uh, our NBA, our MLB, and then we are gonna get into week one of the NFL. Because there's been some crazy stuff going on in the world of sports. So we will be uh, right back. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too. And deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Greetings, weary adventurer. Do you have a taste for the exotic... Do regular snacks no longer provide the thrill ye seek? Would ye rather eat a cod piece than another boring candy bar? Then it's time for ye to sink your teeth into mythical meats exotic game sticks. 
Mythical Meats offers a wide variety of exotic flavors based on creatures of legend to give you a snack experience of epic proportions. Like it hot? Try the Spicy Creatures Sample Pack featuring dragon, chupacabra, and werewolf. More in the mood for something a bit milder? Try the Creatures of the Sky Sample Pack with Pegasus, Griffin, and Phoenix. Can't decide on which one you want? Why not try the Exotic Flavor Sample Pack featuring all ten flavors so you can find your favorite. Go to mythicalmeats.com to see the full selection of flavors and place your order. All orders over $49 get free two-day shipping. Mythical Meats Exotic Game Snack Sticks. So good, they're legendary. It's been ten years. Ten years to plot and plan. And now, Debbie Wilkins is back. A decade after her killing spree on the set of The Bayou Butcher, Debbie Wilkins has returned to the spotlight. And she's getting the attention she craves. But will she bathe in glory or in blood? Debbie isn't the only one who's been plotting and planning. And when worlds collide, there's going to be a lot of collateral damage. Does Debbie have what it takes to stay on top? Will she end up on the cutting room floor? Debbie Rashawn, Stormy Daniels, and Diana Prince lead a cast of badass women in Axe to Grind Part 2, coming soon. Support the Indiegogo campaign by joining the Facebook group, clicking the link, and choosing your perk. Want to be in a scene with Stormy? You can. Want her to kill you? That's up for grabs, too. How about your face in the movie, or your artwork, or your own music? All of these perks and more can be yours. Support indie horror. Don't make Debbie ask you twice. Ryder steps around Greer. Ryder to Chaton. He's And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those ads uh, for Deadly Grounds Coffee, among other things. So uh, definitely go and uh, support Deadly Grounds Coffee because not only are they amazing coffee, but uh, they're great friends of the show and of the Dorkening Network as a whole. So what we're going to do, we're going to start off, uh, like I said, we're going to cover some uh, some quick hockey in, some quick hockey news because we do have some uh, some updates. Uh, in the Western Conference, I did not expect this. Uh, I thought it might happen, but I didn't think it would happen this way. The Dallas Stars have defeated the top-seeded Golden Knights four games to one, winning the last game in overtime. Um, I thought that uh, the Golden Knights had a much better chance of making it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, I was I was very surprised that they lost in five games. They were they were the top-seeded team. They were incredibly good they they're a well put together organization um i think they're going to be back but uh somebody posted earlier today our buddy uh boss rush mode over at retro redoctopus posted why can't the bruins get players like tyler sagan and anton hudobin uh so we've had uh some coach hirings today 
Uh, Jeff Ward has been named uh, the coach of the Calgary Flames. He was the interim coach, but he was uh, 25-15-3 after his predecessor, Bill Peters, resigned among allegations of racial slurs and physical abuse of his players. Yeah, that shit should get you fired every single time, although, as we all know, there are some professions where that is uh, not only not a fireable offense, but uh, cause for promotion. Uh, the other news for coach hirings is uh, Peter Laviolette to the Capitals. Uh, he got a three-year, $12 million deal. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Laviolette, uh, he coached the uh, Lightning against the Bruins in the 2011 uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, he is 16th all-time in wins, which I did not know. He's 637, 425, and 123. Won the Cup with Carolina in 2006, then went to the Lightning and was fired earlier this year by Nashville. Uh, we do have a couple of awards updates as well. Bruce Cassidy of the Bruins wins the Jack Adams Coach of the Year Award. Islanders' Lou Lamorello was named the GM of the Year. Nathan McKinnon of the Avalanche, Avalanche wins the Lady Bing Trophy for sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct. And somehow Sean Couturier wins the Selkie Award for Best Defensive Forward. Uh, I didn't think he was that that good defensively, but I, I don't get a vote, so they don't ask me what happens. Um, but he did lead the NHL in faceoff percentage, and apparently that's good enough, kind of like when uh, uh, offensive defensemen win the Norris Trophy because they score more points, even though that's not what the Norris Trophy's for. They want to come up with a trophy for best offensive defenseman uh do it but don't conflate the two things as being the same uh the Bruins Patrice Bergeron was the runner-up and uh surprisingly Brad Marchand finished ninth in uh voting for the Selkie trophy uh he is I think a very underrated um defensive player I don't think people give him enough credit but uh you know if you watch a full season think about how many times that guy has uh, has the opportunity for a shorthanded goal because he makes a great defensive play. Um, all right, so the other news is we've got the Islanders playing the Lightning. Lightning are up 3-1 in that series. Um, I don't think the Islanders have it in them to come back. I think the uh, the the uh, the Lightning are just too talented offensively. I'd like to see the Islanders come back, but I don't think it's going to happen. So I think we're looking at lightning and stars. And if it's me, uh, I don't know. You know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Hopefully we have uh, Slashes back next week to talk hockey because she's much better at it than I am. And uh, I'm just kind of, you know, a seat filler right now. So, Dave, that brings us to the end of the NHL. Uh, what is going on with the NBA playoffs? We got a great game seven tonight, Denver and uh, the Clippers. Denver came back down 3-1, 17-point uh, lead for the Clippers in game five. They blew it, 19-point lead in game six. They blew it uh, after game five, George uh, – sorry, George Paul. Paul George, sorry, said, uh, hey, guys, you know, you know, we got the lead. We're, you know, we, we played bad, but game six, we got them. We're going to come back and we're going to take them. It's all right. We're going to come back and we're going to turn it on. Yeah, they did. They turned it up on 19. They said, you know what? Eh, we're good. We're going to 
we're going to stop playing. Too bad there was a quarter and a half left, so they end up blowing the lead. The Nuggets come back, didn't miss a shot. The last two quarters, if I may put in two, in game five and six, the Nuggets seven for nine in both fourth quarters. So that means in, in two fourth quarters, they scored 21 points each, a combined 14 for 18 shooting. You, you do that, you're going to get blown off the floor in, in any game matter. But um, these Nuggets have no fear. They've been down 3-1 in four series before. They forced four game sevens. They come back and before. They absolutely don't fear these Clippers at all. They have no, no fearing at all. If you can tell. Not a big Clippers guy. Uh, I try to stay a little bit biased here because I do think the Clippers could win tonight. I do think they could win. I didn't want to bet on the Nuggets as, as much as I do want the Nuggets to win. But, um, I, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a toss-up. If the Clippers win, it wouldn't surprise me, but they're not beating the Lakers. The uh, Lakers are waiting in the Western Conference Finals right now. Uh, as we were saying earlier, we got Game 1 going on right now in the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami and Boston. Live update, it's actually 29-20. It's game one. I don't think Miami has what it takes to take Boston, you know, the limit. But we'll see what happens. I, I got Boston coming out of that. But I think the Lakers are easily going to win whoever comes out of the West. The Clippers just think, you know, they can turn it on whenever they want. They don't have to play D. They don't have to, you know, show up. They can just kind of, you know, do whatever they want. But, I mean, hey, it's game seven now. And they've definitely underestimated the Nuggets. So we'll see what happens tonight. I totally agree with you that they've uh, underestimated the Nuggets, and I think um, Jamal Murray has just been playing out of his mind. Like, that dude, like, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about the stage. He's not letting it, like, get to him. He's just going out there and just balling his brains out. Uh, so I do want to touch on uh, – Yeah, he's been shooting a lot. In the last couple of games, I think he decided he wanted to go to the hoop. So, yeah, he's been he's been killing it. He's been playing really well. Yeah, when it comes to the Celtics and the Heat, we talked about this last week when the Celtics were up uh, like 2-0. <laughs> Boy, how, that's, how that thing changed. Uh, we talked about this when the, the Celtics were, were dominating the Raptors, which they ended up having to win a game seven after losing two very winnable games. But I don't think the Heat can match up. Like, Jimmy Butler is not a guy. He's a Robin. He's not a Batman. He's not. Like he's he's not a guy that can lead yeah, a team, yeah. and we've seen this over and over and over and over and over. Like he's forced his way out of three different teams in the last five years. Like every time he goes somewhere, like he's like, I want to go to this team. Then no, he goes you know there what? And no, no, no. Like he no, wanted no. out of Chicago. You have that wrong. I, I, he wanted I, out I of Chicago. I disagree with you on that. He wanted he then he he wanted to go to Minnesota to play with Carl Anthony Towns. And he goes to he goes there, and then he complains about that. So then they get rid of him. They ship him over to the uh, to the Sixers, and Brett Brown doesn't know how to coach, and because he refuses to hold his players accountable, that was going to be a terrible situation, no matter who they brought in. And so he left. Generalization there. city, right there. Very, oh, very, Christ. very generic take on both yeah, of those things. Absolutely not goodness. true at all. So uh, Jimmy so Butler is Jimmy Butler is a survivor. No, he He's a winner. No, Brett Jimmy Brown Butler's does not guy. know how to coach. No, 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 no. I'm not agreeing with you about Brett Brown, but 76ers don't present a winning mentality. They don't present a winning, uh, you know, organization. They don't care about it. They're very right. lax, and, and he didn't like that. Jimmy Butler did not care for that lax attitude. Yeah, you can see the success left. that 76ers have had 
which is zero. He didn't like the way that Carl Anthony Towns was. He called him soft, which is, if you've watched his games, very true. So he didn't want to be in Minnesota with a soft team. He wanted to go to 76ers with them. Then he realized, you know what? Talent really doesn't get you so far if your mentality is weak and you have a weak coach and a weak organization. So he went with Pat Riley, who was a guaranteed winner, championship organization. The Miami Heat are a class, class, class A organization. Great coach, Spolster, one of the most tenured coaches in the NBA. A winning mentality with Pat Riley, great talent around him, and he finally succeeded. But I do agree with what you're saying. He's not a great leading man, which is why the Celtics are going to win the series. He is a he's a good player that's playing very well at the moment, but he's not a great scorer. He's not a great shooter. He's having a hot you know streak, basically. I guess you could say, but. Uh, the, the Celtics are a far superior team, so I feel like the Heat are oh. gonna maybe six games. I'll go six games, but the Celtics will wrap that series I'm, up. I'm with you on a few of those things, but I think you're giving the the Miami uh, organization too much credit. I think they're good. I think they're dope. I think that Spolster is a majorly underrated coach, but Jimmy Butler is all right, and the Celtics are way better. But I don't think they're great. Great may not be the word for them. I will. I will give you. I will give you that. Uh, Butler and Adebayo are B to B plus players. They don't have Gallo on that team. They don't have Gallo on that team. Listen, the thing is, Bam Adebayo is twenty two years old. Jimmy Butler's twenty eight. Correct me if I'm wrong. So, Bam Adebayo has a crazy, crazy, you know, career ahead of him. Tyler Harrow, hero, making insane shots. He's twenty years old. Duncan Robinson is twenty two. They have a great core, but. They don't have enough to beat the Celtics right now. Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown is too much for them. Starting, starting play, bench play, I think overall we definitely got Kemba that. has not played well. I say well we. I say we thing. just to specify. And you know what? It, it, in case anybody didn't know what I might be circling for here. Kemba hasn't Celtics. played what? What were you going to say? So Kemba hasn't played well as of late. Last that? couple of games. Game seven, he was non-existent. Game six, he was non-existent. Uh, Marcus Smart has stepped up. Uh, me, I think there's an underlying. Let me just tell you that. Him. No, no. Yeah, he's 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 better than uh, Kyrie. Kemba made the game-winning play. OG made the most lucky shot. OG and Obi made the luckiest shot in the history of the playoffs. That was game five three. seconds left. Kemba it's made an amazing play to Daniel Tice to leave the game five seconds. That was a lucky shot. Oh. They. Kemba made an amazing play. He's played well through the playoffs. Not no the one knows Kemba. No one's seen Kemba play in the playoffs, so it's hard to pair his past previous performances with, with what he's doing now. I will take Jim Calhoun's word on it. There's not a lot of players that Jim Calhoun, who is a Hall of Fame coach, likes more than Kemba Walker. Jim Calhoun loves him. I love some Kemba. And to see, to see where the team is now, based on where they were with Kyrie on a team, is Amazing! Three out of four years they made the conference finals. The only year they didn't without Kyrie, Kyrie was playing. And so this year, that tells because, you something. because they don't have to go to anybody else's barn, they don't have to go to play anybody else's court. Everybody's playing in the same court. This is the best uh, chance they have. And even though that's the case, I'll bet you the Celtics come out of the East. And they're going to lose to LeBron and his boys in L.A. because that's just how it's going to go. Nope. Exactly. But God damn happen. it, it's going to be a matchup and a half. It's going to be a battle, and I can't wait to see that as long as these dudes get by the heat. But if they don't get by the heat, I won't LeBron be that, will take care of them. I for will him. not be that let down because I will. I will, not I, will. Be, I will be let down, but I won't be 
I won't I won't be broken up. But to see LeBron versus the Heat in the finals, that's that's garbage. TV right there, my friend. Oh, that's that's must-see TV, baby. No, it isn't. If the Heat was a good team, sure. Like If the Heat were a good team. No, the Heat was. The Heat is the lingua, collective noun. Linguo is dead. No, the collective noun is the Heat. <laughs> so if the Heat was a good team, which it's not. Um, Doesn't sound right. How are you going to say the Heat was a good team? The Heat was knocked off the number one seed. They're in the... Eastern Conference Finals. How you gonna say they're not a good team? That's blasphemous. They're not. They. He'd have been good since. All right. He'd been good since the bubble started. He'd have been good since the bubble started. That's a fact. They have a great team. They're not gonna win. They still have a good team. All right. Which of the teams in the West can the Heat beat? None of them. I. I never said they could be. No, I'm just anyone, asking you. It doesn't I'm, just, mean I'm, like, I'm, I'm not sure. But that kind of sounds, like, sounds like a haiku. The MVP and the defensive player of the league was just shut down by the Miami Heat and, and their strategy with the coaching and the and the the game plan. And so I told I you weeks ago that Bam Adebayo is one of the few the guys second. that can guard Giannis and favorite. shut him down. So the Heat, the Heat are going to finish one or two best in the East. How are they not a good team? It doesn't me, make sense. Explain. I was let pretty me, sure it was going to be the Bucks and the Lakers, but let the Bucks explain. are eliminated because of the Heat. So here's the thing. That's undeniable. The Heat have no chance of beating any of the teams in the in the West. Do you think the Celtics? In theory, but yeah, that's, that's, that's not true. Paper. You can't say that. Yeah, on paper, don't mean shit. Yeah, you that's can't say that. You never seen them. it happen. I didn't think they had a chance to beat the 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 Would Bucks. Would you bet on the Bucks were in a roll? The Bucks are soft. Giannis is soft. The bu- for you, would you bet that the Heat? That's not true. That's that's that's. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not subscribing to that. Would you bet on the Heat against any of those Western Conference teams? I never yeah. said I would, but that doesn't mean they're not a good All team. Right. Would you, you bet on the Celtics in a seven-game series? I'd throw fifty bucks on them. I'm not gonna throw a hundred, but I'd throw fifty bucks on. Them against the guys in the in the West in a seven game series. Clippers, maybe. Lakers, of, of absolutely course. not, because LeBron is the goat. He's the best player to ever laced up his pair of shoes. So no, not That's against the not Lakers, and the Lakers aren't going to lose. So yeah. if you're asking me, no, because the Lakers aren't going to lose. So no, I wouldn't bet and the Lakers. I, no, I would I want to say I Lakers say might not LeBron's make it out of the West. I want to say that LeBron's the. Ex- you are out of your mind. The Lakers look, aren't going to make it out of the West. I the said Clippers might can't even not. beat the Nuggets. I said might I want. I would like to say, using cliche terms, that LeBron is the X factor in this. But there's That's no wrong. But there's no letter in the alphabet for what LeBron is. The fact that LeBron is going to be a player on the other side of whoever tries to stop him from winning a championship this year, they're going He's to win a championship. He's giving you 27-9-9. So going LeBron is not an X factor because you know what you're getting from LeBron. You know AD is going to give you 25, 10, and 14. LeBron. Rondo is the X factor. KCP is the X factor. LeBron. Kuzma is the X factor. Danny Green. Those guys are the X factor. But the Clippers are not going to win. They can't even beat the Nuggets. Clippers are not going to win. There's there's no. no, It's over for the Clippers. There's no even symbol for what LeBron is going to be to this. Like, I keep trying to put it together and, like, make it. Prince. When Prince changed his name, that's LeBron. Oh, that's that's basically it. He's going to be like the. The he's basketball like a player formerly known as LeBron. He's that goddamn good. And I and I in year seventeen at thirty-five years as, old. Yes. As, as much as I've tried to fight it, there's no fighting it. He is what he is, but let's see if the whole team can beat him. If the Celtics can get the series done, 
They're only up by two. They were up by ten five minutes ago, and now they're up by two. Jimmy just hit a three, but that's not that's not going to keep happening. That, yeah, that that doesn't. What does he shoot? Like twenty two percent from three. All right, well, he is a terrible shooter. Yeah, let's go to the next topic though. What's We've been next? in the NBA well, for a little bit. Thing, so let's the go next to the thing next. I wanted to ask you about is: Do you think Giannis stays in Milwaukee or he moves? Yes, on? Yes. yes. Did you hear about the three hour lunch they had? He's not leaving. He's one of the rare players these days that understands what mean what staying I, in one place I, means. I, the I name escapes me right now. The owner of the Bucks today sat down with Giannis, had a three hour lunch, and told him. Listen, I don't care what we have to do. I'm going to spend over the salary cap. I'm going to spend over the luxury tax. I'm going to get you anything you want, which basically around the league, everyone is saying is meaning I'm going to get you Chris Paul from the Oklahoma City Thunder, and we're going to fucking win a championship. So if they can get Chris Paul on that team, still not enough. They need one more player besides Chris Paul who they can get who's going to score and be a three-point option because Chris Paul is not a three-point option. No. He is a mid-range and a, and a playmaker, which is great for Giannis. It'd be great. But him alone is not going to do it. They so need they need another guy too. But Chris Paul would be a great step forward because, you know, he doesn't get hurt four years ago when the Rockets are up 3-1 against the Golden State Warriors. I think they win that series. Yeah. You know, I mean – yeah, I, I think Chris Paul so, is an amazing. I, I never liked Chris Paul because he likes bowling and more than basketball. So I never had respect for Chris Paul. But you know, over the years he's grown on me. And he used to always beat the Mavericks, so I hated them and the Hornets. But Chris Paul, if he goes to the, the Bucks, I think that they'd give him a chance. But Giannis is going to sign a super max. $200 million contract, the biggest ever in the history of NBA. Maybe sports. Maybe sports in general. No, and it's, it's not. No, it's there's not no way. sports in general. It, it won't be the biggest in sports? No. No. Like, look at baseball. Mahomes is probably better. Look at baseball. Like, it's guys are making by year. By the year, I feel like he'd make more. $200 million, they'd probably sign him for six years. So you got to think that's you. that's what friggin' 40, 30 million a baseball year. Like that's a lot. Baseball contracts are guaranteed. Baseball All contracts are no gray area. There's disgusting. No like Mookie just got what? So what? Who has the biggest contract in the history of sports right now? It's Mahomes, uh, isn't it? Four hundred million. I mean, it's a half a billion dollars. It's not guaranteed though. Like it's not guaranteed. He won't see all that money. Uh, Mookie. Mookie's ten years, four hundred and thirty. Some some ridiculous shit like guaranteed. That. Hey, I'm not always I'm not always four hundred and thirty million dollars. Sure, because I'm more of an baseball, NBA guy. So. Baseball has the best for the sake of the players, but worst for everybody else contracts. All right, so speaking of which, we're gonna move over to uh, baseball, and uh, we're gonna quickly yeah, let's go. Quickly run down the uh, the playoff picture. If the playoffs were to end today, and uh, it's getting. It's getting pretty much down to the wire. Like there might be some uh, moving and shaking around the uh, the bottom four. Because you got to remember, this year there's a little bit. It's a little bit yeah. different. There is uh, there is uh, eight teams. It's, so it's going to be kind of like the NFL when it comes, uh, or the NBA when it comes to uh, when it comes to the playoffs. So right now, if the playoffs were to end today, the White Sox would be hosting the Indians. The Rays would be hosting the Yankees. Yankees are seventh seed right now. Uh, Do you see the Reyes? Like like Miguel and like Carlos Reyes? What about him? <laughs> you meant the Rays. <laughs> well, I said Rays. Uh, then you got, the Reyes are going to get this one. You got the Athletics uh, against the Astros and the number four Twins against the number five Blue Jays. In the National League, you would have 
the number one Dodgers versus the number eight Giants, the number two Cubs versus number seven Phillies, number three Braves, who just signed former Red Sox third blobsman and uh, World Series MVP Pedro Sandoval. They would be hosting the Cardinals, and the Padres would be hosting the Marlins. And I got to tell you, I am really, really intrigued by the Padres, especially with Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, For those of you who don't remember Fernando Tatis, I couldn't tell you who he played for, what position he played, or when exactly he played, but I do remember he had two grand slams in one inning. That's what I remember about him. And uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a home run machine, and he is rightfully being considered as the front runner for the National League MVP. Which brings me to my next point. How is it that Mike Trout once again is being considered the front runner for the American League most valuable player? The Angels are. He's the face of the league. Uh, doesn't matter. The Angels are 20 and 28. Face of the league. Face of the league. Doesn't matter. They're fourth place in a five-team division. They're ten games out Everyone of first. Everyone loves them. Doesn't they're, matter. Everyone loves them. Five Baseball and a half a games hole, out bro. of the eighth playoff spot and ten games out if it was a normal year. How is Jordan could have been twenty-three valuable? and forty, and he would have been voted MVP by the by everyone because they love yeah. him. It but doesn't matter sometimes. But he yeah. wouldn't How good go you are twenty-eight. And, you're gonna be voted. But he wouldn't go twenty-three and forty-eight because. He was actually good at leading his team. Mike Trout, do you know how many playoff games he's won? As many as I've won. Zero. They've been yeah, to the playoffs once. You know how once. many people give a shit? That same amount. And he's Zero. not a vocal leader. He's not a great, you know, he puts um, up dugout leader. He's not a good no, um, he's nothing. clubhouse leader. He's the thing nothing. Is, he, people just... People make him up to be more than he is and bust him no, up and make him he's good. this whole thing. Don't get me he's wrong. Good, but he's people, good. People hate him. But is it he, is what it is. Is he more valuable, is he talking, more valuable right now? Tell me this. Is he yeah, more valuable? Physically, there's not a lot of but, but marketability, like nobody can't. Yeah, no marketability is what I'm yeah, saying. Marketability. Who's more, who's more valuable to their team right now? Mike Trout on the 20 and 28 Angels or Jose Abreu on the 31 and 18 uh, Chicago White Sox holding down the number one seed. Who's more valuable? I got an answer. I got an answer. Uh, nobody gives a shit because baseball is so far down the ladder. It's who not the even fuck cares funny. about Abreu? No it's one. That's, what, that's what we're saying. That's well, exactly what we're saying. Cares. Nobody cares. That's the problem. I, I, that's why he is. That's why he's considered the best. I'm gonna tell you. I hope upon hope. I wish upon wish that baseball was more important, but because they are such assholes and quibble about money, that's why Mike Trout themselves in is, such a worse the, spot the or, or such a terrible spot as far as you know, kind of where they're going to put in the pantheon of all the other sports. Oh no, they're absolutely they're nothing. The I don't care about them. No, I don't care about it's, baseball. It's, it's unbelievable. Either, but, like you know, for and not only that, that, every every sport visually, every 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 sport visually. Is better than watching baseball. Yep. Whether it be NFL football, NHL hockey, One, NBA basketball, three, or two. or the goddamn Thunderdome in WWE, where That's they have four. a Baseball's whole five. they have a whole arena full of people. It still sucks when it comes to baseball. It's brutal. Yeah, baseball. They like they, they are... have won this thing from the start. They should have been the the very first sport on the radar. When all this nonsense started, they should have been the first ones, and instead they dragged their asses 
and argued about money. So they're on the outside looking in at this point because they're trash. It's NFL awful. is the most experimental. NBA does the most. And NLB, MLB, no one cares. And nobody likes anything more than football. Football is the number one. It's not even close. They change rules every year. They're always experimenting. They're taking things away. They're adding things. They're making it different. New camera angles, new penalties, new plays, new everything. Trying. Baseball hasn't changed in years, and they won't yeah, change. They and that's refused. why only old men like it. The length of game is everything. I mean, Which that's is the why... thing. When you don't change, you can't alter the length of your games. And that is like the number one problem of baseball is that the games are too long. And even now, even now – they're still having the longest games in history, which is the absolute wrong way to be doing things right now. It's incredible. It's yeah, incredible. And it's the and that's the thing that you know I don't understand with Trout. It's always been, you know, it's not who puts up the best stats is MVP. It should be who is the most important to their team. Trout is up up for MVP every single year, and his team is a. I, they finished 20, 30 games. Here's the thing, first. though. Listen, MVP is sometimes baloney. Dude, Kawhi Leonard got MVP in the finals on the Spurs. He scored nine MVP, points on, MVP, in two games, and they gave him MVP. Sometimes it's stupid. I'm MVP of the finals. But, Dave, let me ask you this. If you were walking through the mall and you see Mike Trout, would you know? Absolutely. You, I would. You'd, you'd see them go, oh, my God, that's Mike Trout? Because – even though I'm a baseball fan, I still wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, that's my try." I get your point. I, I get your point. One hundred percent. I get your point. I'm like, 100%. "Oh, you're you're a six foot white guy. You're not like anything special." No, I understand that completely. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, if if he's not if he's not able to be identified by me, a baseball fan, then who the hell else is gonna see him? Yeah. So I'm just gonna go uh, with this. That's actually true. Yeah. Well, this this is uh, the last baseball thing before we get to wrestling, and then we'll get to uh, to the NFL. Uh, just the the stat of the well, week. Wrestling comes before any NFL. Wrestling in here, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a couple wrestling weeks. We need to get caught NFL? up on wrestling. Yeah, well, NFL is oh, going to be our main up. focus. So, uh, so we're going to throw uh, this stat out there. The Braves tied a uh, modern NFL <laughs> MLB record. They were trailing 0-2 against the Marlins and uh, proceeded to score 29 runs, uh, winning 29-9. Adam Duvall uh, hit went, was 3-4 with two walks, three home runs, which is the second time he's done it this year, five runs scored, and nine runs batted in. So, all right. Now, Dan, we got the uh, wrestling updates from you, so... Tell me what you got. First, oh, take yourself boy. off. Well, Time for the update. Time for the update. This is the update. Well, it's been uh, it's been a pretty tumultuous two, uh, few weeks. Um, obviously, everything after All Out with Matt Hardy and his his head trauma was uh, pretty trying on the community as a whole. Uh, there's a lot of people actually arguing, unfortunately, whether it was a work or if it was a shoot. It, it it was it was real. Uh, he fell off a uh, scissor lift through a table. Only the bottom half of his body took the the brunt of it and hit his head in the concrete. Although I've been criticized, you know, here and there for having a little too much interest in this. It was nice to see him on this last week's dynamite coming back, letting us know that he wasn't uh, 
Dead. permanently damaged. It was great. Um, he's he's in good shape. His wife made his uh, AEW debut. Same as his children. He's had his children on every single show. So yeah, AEW's had a rough couple rough couple months. You know, uh, Matt Hardy had a couple of unfortunate incidents. This one on top of having a chair thrown into his face and busted open, and Sammy uh, Guevara also within the same feud with Matt Hardy having some issues as well, which kind of made it seem like there was one of those old school curses on it, which I'm not going to say I'm, I, I didn't subscribe to. Otherwise, you know, there's a lot to talk about, but the thing I, I want to really lean on is the fact that Retribution not only came to WWE Raw, but basically made it known who they were, but they attacked Keith Lee, as well as Drew McIntyre, who is the champion, and there was a championship match on the line during this match, and Retribution interrupted the show, came out, kicked their asses, but my favorite part of the whole thing, and Dave, I don't know if you saw this, the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley, as well as the MVP, as well as Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander came out while Retribution was attacking these guys, and it was an old school gangs in New York kind of face off. They, their music hit. They looked at them from the top of the stage, slowly took their jackets off. They had nice tailored suits, all matching, beautiful, like blue plaid tailored suits. They look at each other, they take them off. They all head down to the ring, and there was an all out melee, and it was fantastic. So, to find out who these people actually are, is going to be one of the biggest reveals that they've had in the past decade. So I'm really looking forward to that, as well as the fact that the pay-per-view is next weekend, which is unbelievable. They seem to be coming fast and furious these days. So next week we got a pay-per-view. We're going to find out who the members of Retribution are. It's going to be a, it's going to be a hell of a couple of weeks, as well as we get Dynamite back on its regularly scheduled Wednesday night spot. With a million viewers last week, for those of you that weren't paying attention, that's about four four hundred thousand less than SmackDown gets. So fewer. Let's see AEW. I'm not biased, but I love it. Let's see what AEW does. Fewer. Fewer. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Fewer. I need somebody help me out. Stannis Baratheon. And uh, just for the record, let's put an asterisk asterisk on this. I'm fat, so I will make these mistakes from time to time. All right, so we're where gonna, are they with? The- oh. I was gonna say we're gonna we're gonna get into now uh, our NFL Week One reaction. So before we do, we're we're gonna do picks a little bit later uh, once uh, Emma Extreme has returned. But uh, I just want to point out that uh, out of all of us, nobody got their upset of the week yeah. correct. <laughs> no one got their upset yeah, of the I week. I got correct. killed. Round- Hammer. I said, uh, I, I called I will the, say I was the Giants. I, was 3-0 in fantasy. I don't know where y'all at. 3-0. 3-0. I am one and two. I only beat Dave, and Dave was talking a ton of shit because he had three running backs, including Saquon, left. And Saquon managed like no points. Three running backs to go last night. Saquon Barkley, six yards, and didn't do anything. <laughs> James Conner got hurt in the second quarter, I believe, eight yards. Philip Lindsay, turf toe, got taken out in the second quarter. I had a combined less than 30 yards 
with three running backs left to go, including Saquon Barkley. Three starting running backs on the NFL combined for less than 15 points. I needed 30. I lost by 15. Very much Saquon, Philip Lindsay, and... I don't even care. The last guy, I can't remember his name. I, I think you put you a little right too much on Philip Lindsay. And you, and Philip Lindsay's a great quarterback. Down. Denver barely lost the game. They covered Phillip the Lindsay's spread. A great quarterback, it was a ridiculous huh? game. Yeah, he's a great quarterback on the, he's a running back. Sorry, I make one mistake a week. I was going to say I didn't make a mistake yet. There it is. Right, uh, so, yeah, uh, Philip Lindsay, Saquon, and James Conner combined less than 30 points in my loss. So, uh, you know what? If, if you're happy with that loss, that's fine with you. But uh, hey, I didn't I'm pick okay those with guys. It. I didn't pick those no guys. My team, game, so. my team won. I want to. I want to point out uh, there were there was one uh, super close match, and there was also uh, an absolute romp. Um, so, like Dave said, it was a, a close game. Uh, he lost by under ten points to me, one ninety four sixty three to two hundred four thirty nine. Uh, Emmageddon Extreme beat Anthony T's Horrorball Club 202.97 to 202.39 points but I can do we get some clarification that that's J.R. Rahal plus Emma Extreme on that team correct yeah, that's that's uh, Dad and uh, that's Blocker and Emma Extreme Blocker is uh, taking a, a, a great shine to fantasy, and yep. he'll be uh, he'll be with us for for a long Even time. I set that this. team up. That was me. I set that lineup. I made didn't even know he was picking half the time. So I do. Not, I I, I have to point out one thing though that uh, had Anthony T instead of starting one of the two quarterbacks, he started uh, started his backup Matt Ryan, who threw for four hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he he would have won easily. Yeah, Matt Ryan had the third most points in the entire league. Second was my man Russell Wilson. Number one, actually, uh, my most hated person in the entire league, Aaron Rodgers, was yep. number one. So and I had him on my bench. Productions our league. Um, Ashes uh, slashes uh, under uh, Mistress Ashes tackle shop uh, defeated uh, her her boss at work, Team Berg, by. Uh, over a hundred points. Uh, Dan clobbered <laughs> Samantha by no! like no! sixty-two points, and uh, fumbling Furbolgs, uh, which is uh, our yeah. friend Colleen, ended up. May, may, I, may, I, may I just say as well? Hey, can I just say as well the fact that you can start two quarterbacks is fucking preposterous. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my preposterous. league. Preposterous. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, I, I learned the very first time I played against you is that if I'm going to even have a chance in the league, start two quarterbacks. So I, I, I set that up with what? Wentz and somebody, and I'm this guy and this guy. I got 80 points. I felt bad for Samantha. She needs to know. We got to tell her that my quarterback, who got 42.68 versus the 4.60. Yes, you need to start a quarterback in the OP position. <laughs> just, Offensive just, player, you start a quarterback. If you don't have one, go in the free agent, start it, grab a quarterback. Listen, you got to start a quarterback. If it was, so, if it was so blasphemous, it shouldn't of, be an option. Like, yeah, it shouldn't even say offensive player. No, Pat, Pat, don't even start. It shouldn't no, say no, offensive player. I'm saying, it should say QB. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. 
I'm saying if the if the option if the option is so blasphemous, why does ESPN even include it? So I'm just saying that. All right, so the record after week one. It would be maybe it would be maybe one or two times a year you'd win a QB. You son of a. And it might be along the same lines as the fact why ESPN doesn't include any hockey coverage on any of its programming except for about fifty-two seconds during like the finals. Yeah, well, I don't care. ESPN don't know shit. So. Let's go, Yahoo! After week one, I like Fox Sports. (laughs) After week one. The uh, current standing, like I said, nobody got their upset of the week, but everyone, and we all picked different ones, everyone got their lock of the week. Dan picked the Patriots. Dave picked the Bears, which was looking a little iffy for a while. Uh, I picked picked the Chefs, and Slashes took the Titans. So after one week, uh, Dave. Titans wasn't looking a little shaky, let's be honest. Dave. At the, is in last place uh, with a record of seven and nine. Dan and Emma Extreme tied with eight and eight. Slashes at ten and six, and myself at eleven and five. Uh, also, our guest. Uh, Wait, I wasn't eight and eight. No. I was seven and nine. Are you serious? Yes. You were seven you and seven heading into Adam Monday you night. Think? You picked the Giants Here. and the Broncos. That's absurd. Okay, Emma's here, so let's let's do her picks. All right, we got Emma. Where's Emma? I don't oh, hear Emma. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on one second. She's, She's gonna get hooked up to the mic and everything. Let's get her hooked up. She's getting her her press credentials. She has to get her name tag and everything signed in to, to press. We gotta take her temperature and make sure that she's. You know what I mean? Like we gotta let's see her. Yep. Yep. Oh, no, I get you. I get you. So we I already okay, put in my picks. I already put in Slash's picks. So now we just need Emma. Emma, who uh, dominated Uncle Dave this week because uh, Uncle Dave you is a chump. Uncle Dave. You beat Uncle Dave this week. What did you do? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What's your, what's your name again? Introduce yourself to everybody. Who are you? Emma Extreme. Yeah, that's how you say it. Emma Extreme. So, Emma, are you ready to pick some football games? Yeah. All yeah, right. Baby. So, Emma, <laughs> Bengals or Browns? Who do you think? Bengals yeah. or Browns? Bengals? All right. Next up, Giants or Bears? What? Giants or Bears? Giants or Bears. Don't listen to Uncle Dave. He picked all the wrong ones last Bye. week. The Giants, oh, oh, with the coaching. Even after coaching, she said Giants. Wow. All right, Emma, Falcons or Cowboys? Falcons or Cowboys? What do you think? Cowboys. Cowboys, all right. Next, Lions or Packers? Dave's favorite game of the week. Lions. Lions, all right. Jaguars or Titans? Jaguars. Okay. Vikings or Colts? Colts. Uh, Bills or Dolphins? 
Bills or Dolphins? Bills or Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay. Uh, 49ers or Jets? Jets. Rams or Eagles? Rams. Eagles. Eagles. All right. Uh, Broncos or Steelers? Broncos or Steelers? Steelers. All right. And Panthers or Bucks? Panthers or Bucks? Panthers. <laughs> Washington. Oh, I don't all. Washington. No coaching on that. Oh, no. Not at all. unhooked. She picked against us on every turn. Washington or the Cardinals? Washington or the Cardinals? Washington. Oh, the football team. <laughs> the, Chiefs, win, the Chiefs or the Chargers? Chargers. Ooh, upset of the week right there. Bad pick, boo. All right. <laughs> Ravens or Texans? Texans. Ooh. Patriots or Seahawks? Seahawks. <laughs> That's and, a good pick, Emma. And Saints or Raiders? Saints or Raiders? Raiders. Oh, ho, ho, ho. she knows which. She knows which side her bread is butter on. She picked against everybody but you, Uncle Pat. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and Auntie Ashley, she picked. Uh, she picked the Cowboys. All right, Emma. That's all I needed from you this week. So are you gonna Are you gonna whoop Uncle Dave again? Yeah. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Go do now. Yeah. What's What's next? Um, I'm gonna eat dinner with Situ. Nice. What kind? What What did? What do you got for dinner today? Chipotle. Well, what'd you get? Did you get a burrito? Did you get tacos? What do you got? Tacos. What kind of tacos? Chicken. Chicken tacos. All right. So go crush those chicken tacos. Cause what's tomorrow? School day. All right, so you got to go to bed soon, huh? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, she'll be sleeping soon. I'm out. Oh, yeah. oh, she's out. Oh, she's out. All right, that was abrupt. All right. I'm out. <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, we'll get your guys' picks while we're uh, while I'm on the screen. Take your picks first. Mom, did that go down okay? Yeah, it's gonna be first here, I guess. Dan's uh, Dan's gonna make sure he was good. Bengals. Bengals no, no, or or I can hear everybody in the background. Bengals. Bengals. I know it's terrible. I'm gonna go uh, the Browns on this. At Browns, okay. All right. Uh, nope, that's I'm putting it under Dan. Let's skip over the next game. You know I got the Bears. Yep, I know you got Bears. Let's skip over the next game because you know I got the Cowboys. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you do. Uh, who do you got, Lions or Packers? That's next for you, really? Wow. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to pick up my my um, football savvy, not my mind at all, because I would absolutely never pick the Packers. But I'm gonna go Packers, even though I hate them. I know you do. Well, I mean, you're not a Lions fan either. All right. Uh, no. Jags Titans at Titans. Uh, that's a tough one. Minshew played really, really well. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go Titans. We're, we're, we're picking straight up. I'm going Titans. Yeah, it's straight up. Vikings at Colts. 
Woo! Definitely tough game. They're both 0-1. Yeah, but one team is definitely better than the other. And I, by that, I feel like it's a 1 o'clock game, so I'm going to have to go Vikings because... Kirk Cousins plays well as long as it's not eight or eight. As long or... as he's not playing a good team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. The Colts have a great offensive line, but let's go Vikings on this one, even though I hate the div- – it's my division, but you know what I mean? All right, next, uh, Bills at Dolphins. Like this. Yeah, Bills, be- yeah. Bills all day long. It shouldn't even be a choice. Uh, <laughs> up next, we have – uh, 49ers at Jets. Yeah, I don't like the 49ers, but they're going to beat the Jets because the Jets are terrible. Uh, Rams, Eagles at Eagles. You know what? It took me a while to think about this, and uh, I'm going to go fly. Eagles fly. Ooh. What? Uh, Broncos at Steelers. Yeah. You got to save the mic once I'm uh, Steelers, even though I don't like them at all. Wait, is Emma, is Emma out here talking trash to Uncle Dave? Yeah, she, she has something to say to Hold you. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Uh, I agree. I agree totally. <laughs> she said Uncle Dave's going to get his ass kicked. On, In case uh, anybody wasn't uh, taking that for the record, I mean, that's what's what. All right, so uh, Panthers at Bucks, Dave. Well, in case you didn't understand what she said uh, in her last her her Chewbacca talk, I don't know if you speak Wookie, but uh, she picked she picked the Buccaneers to uh, to win. So I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. All right, so I'm gonna get Dan caught up. Dan Bengals at Browns. Bengals. I think every everybody took the Bengals this week. Giants at Bears. I took the Browns. You don't have me down the Bengals. Oh, no. I Well, yeah, I, I did write Browns for you, but everybody okay, else okay, picked okay. the Bengals. Uh, Giants at Bears. Bears. Uh, I'm the oh, Emma, Me and Emma got the Giants in this one. Falcons at Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, that's the one that everybody's got the same. Uh, Lions at Packers. Lions. Ooh. I'll take that. Jags at Titans. Yeah, Steven Gostowski. I don't know. No. Titans. Yeah. Vikings at Colts. Thank you. Vikings. Happy Mom, say hi. Mom. Come here. Yes. Say hello, Mom. Hello, Mama. Say hello to the sports world. Happy birthday to my 31-year-old. Hi, Patrick. We won't mention age, okay? That's fine. I don't care. How we doing? I'm doing all right. All right. So what do we got left? Uh, Dan, Bill's... Dave's birthday. Yep, today is Dave's birthday. All right. What do we got? We got uh, Bills at Dolphins. Yep. Bills? Is that what you? That's what you're going with. I I figured. Uh, 49ers at Jets. Niners. Yeah, I figured so. Uh, next Rams Eagles. Eagles. And Broncos Steelers. Steelers. I think everybody. Yeah, everybody took the Steelers. Panthers Bucks. Bucks. All right, everybody but Emma took the Bucks. Washington at Cardinals. Washington. Dave? 
I got Cardinals all day long. Yeah, me too. Uh, chefs at Chargers. Chargers. Ooh. Yeah, that's great, but uh, I'll take the Chefs. Uh, raisins at Texans. What? Raisins at Texans. Oh, Ravens. Oh, God. Raisins. Dave? I'm going to take the Texans in the upset of the week. Oh, Texans in the upset of the week. Oh, let me hold on. Let me let me mark it. Twice, twice against the Ravens. Right. Upset of the week. I'll probably wrong again, but that's fine. Patriots, Seahawks. Patriots, Seahawks. What do you think? Dan? Clapping. Patriots and Seahawks, Dan. Patriots, Patriots by nine. Oh, wow. By nine. I'm writing that down. Dave? By nine. Dave? I, I, I think I'm going to go out, I guess not on a limb because Dan's out there too, but I guess I'll go Patriots. Wow, you guys are out of your mind. All right, and Saints Raiders. I know. Saints Raiders. In Vegas. Saints. Saints, big time. Uh, Saints. Dan got the Saints. I have the Saints. Monday night football. I'm taking the Raiders. All right, you and Emma. I mean, I hope the Raiders win. That'd be great, but I, I think I, they will. I just don't see that that offense. Uh, that they're the Raiders defense stopping that offense. It's like it might it might be close for a little while but uh all right so what's your uh so dave i got your upset of the week what's your lock of the week Woo, lock of the week yeah, yeah. that's tough because i actually have three i guess i have to pick between uh between the three you know what uh, i just don't care i'm going bears lock of the week over the giants right here boom bears over giants lock of the week dan what do you got lock of the week Dan, what's your what's your uh, what's your lock of the week, Dan? What do you lock uh, of the week? what are you thinking? Lock and upset, oh, and mean, you I... have to pick an upset. So lock of the week, as well as an upset. My lock of the week, I think I, I think I may have to say my lock of the week. Lock of the week is the Patriots, and the upset is the Bears. Well, what's funny is my lock of the week is the Seahawks. Oh, Jesus. That's my lock of the week. And um, my upset of the week. Oh, let me see. Um, my upset of the week. Oh, that's tough. Um. I thought you were going to go with the Eagles, to be honest. I thought the, I think the Eagles are going to win. I didn't pick the Eagles. I picked the Rams. Uh, upset of the week, I'm going to go... Uh, I don't think I picked any upsets. Uh, Cardinals. I don't know who, what the lines are, but uh, I'm going to go... I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have an upset in here. 
Packers, Titans, yeah, Vikings. I actually had a hard time with that one myself with Bills, the upset. 49ers, Rams. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who's favored, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think I have an upset. But if I were to pick one... Uh, I picked the Saints to win, but if the Raiders were to win, that would be an upset of the week. You can't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, I didn't pick no, any underdogs. Pick an upset. He plays fast and loose. He plays fast and loose with the rules. You know what? I'm gonna. No, I'm, no, gonna... No, I'm gonna win because I'm playing both sides. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. switch. Uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll switch. Uh, I'm going Jets over 49ers, and that will be my upset of the week. You're gonna break your rule. You don't bet against the Raiders on Monday Night Football. You don't do that. I don't think they're gonna win. I want them to. I'll be happy if that's a loss, but I have a first place. Uh, I have first place to keep in consideration. So, you know, just want you to know. All right, uh, we're just about wrapped up. Um, did you guys have any specific uh, surprises to Week One that uh, you were just completely unexpected? Because I'll tell you what mine was. Uh, and Dave, you might agree with me. Saquon Barkley doing jack and shit, and uh, Jack left town. That's my number uh, one. Was not Saquon Barkley. Number number two would be Saquon Barkley. Absolutely, just. I mean, you know what? The offensive line played just horrific. They should be ashamed of themselves. I'm gonna say number one uh, moment of the week for me uh, is actually a. Uh, DeAndre Swift dropping the game-winning touchdown pass from Matt Stafford to beat the Bears. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Swift, for dropping that pass and allowing the Bears to, you know, pick up the victory. So thank you very much for doing that. I appreciate it. Dan, what do you got? Oh, Jesus. I was way more down the kicker from the Bengals. Oh, my God. I was so mad about that. I was so impressed. With Joe Burrow driving down the field, it was like it wasn't even necessarily a two-minute drive. It was or a two-minute, you know, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Drill. Two-minute drill. It was like a sixty-seven-second drill. I he agree. was going all the way up the field. Boom, 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 boom. And there was a couple different things that held them back, but they still kept it going. But that last, oh Jesus! Like, oh, the guy hurt his leg. Sucks to be you, bro. You had one job. Kick the ball. It's all you have. And he jacked the whole thing up. I was really inspired by what Joe Burrow did that night. And to see him have just fall flat like that because of what the kicker did, was a, it was a damn shame. It was a damn shame. I'll agree with that. Uh, you know, as, as opposed to the other end of that spectrum with Gostowski missing, what, four field goals, but then hitting the game winner at the end. So, it was terrible. Oh, my God. It was so bad to see him just whiff on those kicks, yeah, man. Gostowski, oh man. Gostowski. Bobby, cut him. You don't deserve here. All right. So uh, any bold predictions for next week? Like anything you think that's going to be just crazy, like, you know. Brady, no, Brady, no picks. Brady, three touchdowns. Mitch Not Trib bold, but... That's Mitch where Trubisky comes out and and throws a, a perfect game, you know, perfect. Yeah, as well as you know, obviously this is this is 
completely off the beaten path. But I will I will say also that the Young Bucks on AEW will turn full heel. I will say to my lovely, wonderful friend, Jim Cornette, who is just a wonderful, brilliant mind of the business and been with it forever. As much as every single new part of wrestling sucks, according to him, there's always fun, entertaining, engaging, new, different things that happen on AEW. And damn it, I'm, I'm appreciating it with the rest of them. And I will be willing to debate it till the cows come home from 7 a.m. till 7 the next day. Let's go, Cornette. Tell me what you got. That's all I got. All right. Well, I think with that being said, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap things up. I don't don't have any crazy bold prediction except that uh, Josh Jacobs will uh, get more yards than Alvin Kamara on Monday night. That's my bold prediction. I think the Patriots will beat the Seahawks. I think that's my bold prediction for the week, which is insane. But I I, – Cam is just – uh, Russell Wilson might be the best, but Cam, eh, let's go forget about him. I hate the Patriots, and I really think they might beat the Seahawks. Let's go Pats. Let's go Raiders. As much as 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 odd as it seems to see LV on the screen, I'm still all over the Raiders. Let's still not go. still not as weird to see an LAC and not have it be about the Clippers. I know that's been too very true. Very true for me too. Touche. All right. So I think with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, if you have a hot take prediction or you disagree with something we said, let us know. Shoot us an email at theloudestsportsshow at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at loudest underscore show on Twitter, Instagram, the loudest sports show, and Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash group slash the loudest sports show, and we will uh, – we, we whoa! Look at that! We have a whole full full crowd going right here. We have Callie joining the Kardashian Dragon. Callie, goodbye. Dragon, Spencer, goodbye. Emma, Emma whoa. Extreme. Callie, Emma, are you out? Dragon with her. Let's go. Emma, are you out? She out. She out. Peace it out. Peace it out. Peace. All right, we're good. She out. Peace out. Okay.